Welcome to the Snap UK podcast, your home for NFL news, views and opinions on this side of the pond. With me today, not quite a full house of accomplices, John, Jim, Paul, say hello. 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 Sadly, Gary not with us because uh, it's his wedding anniversary tomorrow or his wife's birthday. One of the two. Or he's sacking someone, I can't remember. No, I believe it's his wedding anniversary. I believe it is. It's not his, it's not his wife's birthday. So I'd imagine he's limbering up for his one session of the year. £3,000 bed. He better be. <laughs> <laughs> if that mattress is rocking, don't come and knock it. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for our week two review. Don't forget to check out Jim's musings on the website when he bothers to do them. Uh, and join in with our discussion and debates on Twitter. At the Snap UK. Thank you. <clears throat> week two made week one look tamer than a party at Mary Whitehouse's residence. 16 games between Thursday and Monday, nine of which were decided by a single score, and three were utter blowouts by 20 or more. It's another niche reference. I know, I, I really enjoyed the Mary Whitehouse <laughs> reference. <laughs> I don't do any partying these days. I have no idea what's tame or not. Me, I, I think. I mean, knowing what's tame or not is completely different from remembering Mary, Mary Whitehouse. Whitehouse. <laughs> the week began Big last Thursday 60s. night with a clash between ASC West divisional opponents, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Los Angeles Chargers. With an early contender for our sweetest play of the week thrown in, the final score, Chargers 24, Chiefs 27. Where do you want to start with this one? Herbert's injured. <laughs> yeah, it's not ideal, is it? Cracking the cartilage between your ribs. And also, being treated by the man being sued by the man you replace. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't so, well, does it? so, was it this time two seasons ago, Tyrod Taylor had to miss a game because the team doctor punctured his lung while treating cracked ribs? Yes, that was exactly And that's right. where Justin Herbert got his start yep, and, and never relinquished the uh, role. And Tyrod Taylor's currently suing that very doctor. Yes. It's not ideal, is it? I mean, accidents do happen, and we all know everyone gets sued in America. That's life. But I mean, this, seems, this seems like quite a you know, relevant thing to sue someone for. I mean, it's not. I like would say so. spill some coffee over him. I mean, accidents happen at work. I mean, there's not you know like there's a difference between dropping your cup of coffee to destroying the prize asset of the team. <laughs> Tyra Taylor is not a prize asset of this team. Well, destroying the focal point of the attack of the team. <laughs> Uh, the, chi- right. chi- the Chargers got lucky because I don't think they quite maybe just didn't realise just how good Herbert was. And but yeah, I think yeah. you think this was all a ploy <laughs> t- t- towards suing him for five million dollars. It's you know it's not a, a, it's not a lot really in the big scheme of things. When you think about a starting quarterback, who've been making what minimum twenty five million dollars a year. I don't think Terod's earning that. No, I'm so saying to him yeah. five. But he's still earning seven yeah, somehow as a backup. Moving on from horrendous doctoring, uh, Herbert is indeed injured. It's a week-to-week prognosis, basically. It'll take time to recover. Fair play to him. He came back into the game. I broke a rib recently, and I could barely breathe. Christ, we we all hear about it as well. How he came back into the game and carried on throwing the ball, I I don't know. But You you broke a rib falling over walking a dog, though, didn't you? Yes, I did. It's not quite as manly, is it? It's not, no. Just saying. But I carried on walking. <laughs> you were back in the game yeah, straight away. You game. didn't miss a play. You yeah. were right there. Me and Herbert. We were men. <laughs> yeah, you know, Herbert played very well. The, the game was very close because he played very well. Patrick Mahomes, also very good. Their numbers were fairly close, close and, and they are two of the best four quarterbacks in the league right now. Yeah, big, easily. big difference in the, in the rushing attack where Clyde Edwards-Hilaire had a game and Austin Eckler just had a very mediocre game. 14 carries, 39 yards, 2, 2.8 average. They, 
look, if Herbert is going to be out, or even if he's not out, he's still going to be limited to, to an extent. The, that rushing attack has to has to start firing because it's been a bit bit lame the last the first two weeks. Has to rush or attack. Yeah, yeah has to go on the either. Yeah, <laughs> Eckler needs to find some form. The problem is a lot of his best work comes when he's uh, allowed to catch and run, which requires Herbert to operate at least semi proficiently. So it's going to be interesting to see. Are you laughing at the word semi? Yes, I am. Yeah, I thought yes. you were, yeah. Just check. He's <laughs> such a child. Um, so my early nomination for Sweetest Player of the Week, the Watson 99-yard interception return. Yeah, I mean, it was a great interception. But I think it jumped, yeah, I, I'm, I'm just getting one in early. because bit, bit of a reach. I you like reckon? it. I like it because it, 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 it was the game-winning thing, wasn't it? Like the, Really? The, the, the Chargers couldn't, especially with Herbert not at 100%. They just, I mean, that's probably why... Pick happens anyway, but yeah, I liked it. I thought it was a good play. I like the fact it was a is it a seventh round pick? Yeah, and yeah. this time last year is working in Wendy's or something. I always like those stories. Yeah, yeah, it's always nice. It's a nice feel good story. <coughs> you know uh, who else calls the AFC West home? That's right, the uh, Las Vegas Raiders, who hosted the Cardinals, both entering the week at zero and one, and this ended in wild fashion with one of the craziest quarterback plays we've ever seen and will ever see. Yeah, resulting in a Cards twenty nine, Raiders twenty three after overtime scoreline. The Raiders were 20-0 to zero up at half-time and contrived to lose this game in Gruden-esque style, I will point out. <laughs> I was arguing, I think, uh, me and you, me, me and John, us too, yeah, yeah. that at some point, I think, when the Cardinals were 20 nil down, are the Cardinals the worst team in football at the moment? Now, fair play, they've come back. But I don't put that comeback on, on Cliff Kingsbury because you don't... You don't draw up schemes for a two-point conversion no. where you run around 84 yards before eventually getting it. It just looked, there's that scene in The Simpsons where yeah. you've got the Globetrotters playing the generals. <laughs> yeah. He's spinning the ball on his finger. Yeah. So there's two things there. There's one, you know, fair play to Kyle Murray. He, uh, he's played brilliantly in, in, the, in the fourth quarter, dragged his team back. Secondly, like, the, the uh, Las Vegas defence was absolutely gassed. They were on the, t- on the field for a long, point, long, long period, but they weren't making tackles. Like, it looked like a Madden glitch. So many tackles. Like if, yeah. if like, sometimes if you run back a few yards, the defense just stops. <laughs> and there was a couple of times this week that, that looked like Madden glitches. There was this, like a couple of the, the Murray plays, and when Mariota fell over and John got S- back, John Swift fell over as well. Yeah, that was one of my sweetest plays of the week. But um, yeah, there was a couple of <laughs> bizarrely like. There's a couple of a few teams that just look really rubbish on defense, and it's not the Chiefs for once. The Chiefs normally start so slowly; they've come out fine. Um, Is it worth pointing out that Kyler Murray was part of the reason why they were so desperately bad to start with? His yeah. his first few plays were punt, punt, interception, punt. Like he's, and he's not even a punter. No, and he's, he's not. <laughs> he just he bought, nothing was happening. Yeah. Now, yeah, there so, a, there has been a lot of criticism about him playing within structure. Right, and I think once the game was practically lost, he felt free to just be Kyler Murray, uh, and that's my point. Yeah. Like, they've drop, drawn up a game plan which doesn't work. You know, they've got they've got incredibly lucky. So you're on about the Raiders, they were a little bit unlucky to to, to lose. Like Kyler Murray is just a bit of a freak, but they only won it because Kyler Murray was doing Kyler Murray things, not Cliff Kingsbury things. Yeah, yeah, but I don't. I don't I mean, I don't particularly rate Kingsbury, but I don't know how much of this is on him and how much is it on the fact that I don't think Kyler can execute the game plan. He isn't any good until the game breaks down. He can't execute because he doesn't study it enough. 
Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. And so the fault still or, remains. Or, I still don't think this re- result means he's worth the money. That's or what or is the yeah, game yeah. plan shit? Yeah. Well, it could be. That's the thing. Like, <laughs> if you're aiming at Marquise Brown, mm. who, I mean, the fact that they paid a, a first round pick I mean, for him. No Robert Woods. He's no Robert Woods. He is no Robert Woods. Um, one day more. Top AJ Green, <laughs> who I think has two receptions through his first two weeks, but we're not. We'll come back to that later. Um, but Greg, yeah, Greg Dorch had another good game. Greg Dorch had another good game. Zach but that's Ertz, it. Zach Ertz was excellent. Eight receptions, seventy-five yards. Yeah. Uh, he also took out a security guard who was facing the other way, but apparently the guy is okay. But he oh, okay. proper wanna, wiped yeah, him no, out. I that guy was, yeah, apparently he's okay. <laughs> but Zach Ertz didn't look remotely bothered. No. That he wiped the guy out. He just sort of shrugged and walked off. Um, yeah, I mean, this is a rough st- start for the Raiders. 0-2, not looking pretty. I know they were uh, unlucky, if you like, but it's not It's not the start that McDaniels is after. Don't forget, he's a massively losing coach as a head coach. That was one of my favourite things of Twitter over the weekend, was bitter Broncos fans. Did yeah, I say? They shouldn't be shouting too much at the moment. No, but just bro- bitter Bronco fans who were talking about, see, this is what you get when you hire him! <laughs> The uh, Hunter Renfro uh, fumble was what actually lost them the game. That's his you know, f- third fumble this year. He yeah. had five last he year. Had the, had the ball punched out. Byron Murphy picks up, scoop and score. Yeah, and that seals yards. the game. The, the, it's fine, but they got three points in the second half against a Cardinals team who barely looked like bothering to turn Cardinals up. defense is terrible as well. Like JJ Watt, Byron Murphy. Miss those two. The rest of it is pap. There's, there's players who should be better. Byron Murphy's a first-round pick. Yeah. Isaiah Simmons is a first-round pick. There's a lot of first-round talent on that defence. There is, but... JJ Watt not... got their only sack of the game. Yeah. That shouldn't be a thing that's happening in 2022. Especially for a team you beat. Well, especially <laughs> for that against that offensive line as well, which but we yeah. know is bad. Like, look they, how much success... I know, I know they're on a different level, but look how much success Joey Bose and Cleo Mack had against that line last year. Last week, sorry. It's Yeah, it's... It's, a, it's awful, so, um, yeah. Devontae Adams had a quiet game, seven targets, but only two receptions for 12 yards and a touchdown. I still think the Raiders need to get more out of Josh Jacobs. Yeah. 3.6 yards a carry, 19 carries for 69 yards, but he needs to be involved in everything. Like He, he had one reception for 12 yards. He needs to be involved in the passing game. In the second half as well, I barely saw Devontae Adams. But that's because he only had two catches for the whole game. You've you've bought in, you've sold the farm for this guy. Throw him the fucking ball. <laughs> that's it. I, I think that's a fair point. I, like, like, yeah. like, a very fair point. Well, I mean, they did that the first week, and we we we, we all sat here saying, "Well, you know, you got Darren Waller and and Hunter Renfro. You need to mix them into it a little bit." And to be fair, they have. He's got seven targets, which is a decent level of targets. He's only caught two of them, so I think we've been fair he against the again against a. Pretty shoddy defense. Yeah, it's well, we've given them fair feedback. He needs to throw every play to a mix of receivers, whilst only throwing to Adams and including Jacobs. Yes, but also running and scrambling, and running around like he does. Kyle Is Mike. this why we aren't head coaches in the NFL? Maybe. maybe. Okay. No, it, but like they should. Like, let's not kid. This Cardinals team sucks. They look. They got great when they, it was balls to the wall and just like you know, Kyler doing Kyler things. Rather than doing um, clinking stuff, but this but, is a, this is a playoff team last year. Yeah, but they they remember how they f- got into the playoffs. They won their first ten games. They won their first ten games and then couldn't buy a win. It's a you know, 
they're without. Yeah, they've won two of their last eight, haven't they? Yeah. yeah, it's not good. They didn't look very. I. The thing that you know, worries me is there are other teams in the AFC West who I think can only improve because Herbert's going to get fitter. The Broncos can't be as shit forever. I hope. That's right. And the Raiders are just going to find themselves completely out of contention by week six. Well, we will see. Kyla Murray was our first heroic quarterback of the week, but do you know who the second one might be? Yep, you guessed it. No, Cooper Rush. That's right, the backup at the Cowboys, the ginger guy that's not Andy Dalton. With a little help from his kicker, Rush took his opportunity and led the Cowboys to a 2017 victory over the surprisingly 0-2 Bengals. And it doesn't look great for Burrow and his company. It's not surprisingly 0-2 when you've got an O-line made of cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Swiss cheese. Burrow's been sacked 13 times in two games. The last quarterback to be sacked 13 times in the first two games of the season? David Carr. David Carr. Or just because he got sacked a lot of times. Yeah, yeah, 2002 yeah. and 2003, I think. <laughs> Super Bowl winning quarterback, David Carr. <laughs> well, Super Bowl hanger on. Yeah, Super Bowl attending quarterback. This is the ultimate Super Bowl hangover. This is how teams yeah. start when they've lost the Super Bowl. And... Do you know, some of it's on Burrow. He's holding the ball a long time. He doesn't look ready. I know he missed the preseason. So fine. But that O-line, as Paul said, is Swiss cheese. And they can't stop anybody. They can't stop a crisp packet right now. It's terrible. No, this is, this is two games that they really should have won. They should have beaten the Steelers last week. You have to beat this Dallas team without Dak Prescott. It's an yeah. embarrassment to lose to Cooper Rush. No matter how Do you want to tell me who the last AFC champion team was that lost the first two games of the season? Ravens? No. Patriots. In? 2016. Yeah, when Payton left. No. The 99 Uh, Broncos. Oh, Oh, when um, when Elway left. Elway left, yeah. Yeah, they started 0-2. That was the last time an AFC champion started to be fair, when you've got that Hall of Fame quarterback who goes and your Hall of Fame running back gets crippled and retired. (laughs) Not ideal, but... Like, Bengals haven't lost that many big no, pieces. They've, they've added on added paper. Those. They look stronger. They should be better. The, like Lael Collins, uh, like the um, the the fact that you know the the Dallas uh, defensive line must be going. God, like how much was he up? Like we, we were, we were good. It was good for us, surely. They was fuck. They were they were awful. Can't do it all themselves. The, the rest of them. The rest of them. Rest bad. Of, but no, the, Larry Tunsil proves you can do it on your own. Well, Anthony Tunsil is the third best uh, O lineman according to PFF. You know, it's which is fine, but he's doing all right. Like, I don't know how much money they've spent to make that team worse. A lot. Like, it's I mean, a they, they, remember, it's a brought, it's a Nottingham brought, Forest like job. So they brought in Lyle Collins. They also brought in two other offense. Yeah. Capra from the, from the Bucks and another internal yeah. interior offensive lineman, and I think they <coughs> drafted lineman as well. I do think there is an element of Joe Burrow. He's holding the ball too long. He is looking for those those, those He's deep gonna plays. get injured. The, the longest play, the longest play they had was an, it was only a nineteen yard pass to T Higgins. Yeah, like they it, didn't get that, that nothing's connection with Jamar Chase. Nothing's clicking. Uh, Brett Maher hit the fifty yard field goal to win the game. Cooper Rush did exactly what he needed to go, to do. He wasn't overly heroic, but he actually was... He was all right. You know, 1931, 235 yards and a touchdown. No interceptions. That's a solid game for a backup quarterback. Is the combination of Cooper Rush, Zeke Elliott and Pollard, combined with now the emerging Noah Brown, is that going to be enough to keep the Cowboys in contention until Dak is back? Let's say, optimistically, week 
six or seven. But this is a scary division at the minute. Not in terms of talent, but scary division in terms of prediction. Because the Eagles look very, very good. Yeah. The Giants are looking... Difficult to beat. A lot yes. better. Yeah. So. Wink Martindale defence, yeah. wow. Um, the Commanders are a team that play in Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I, um, I just want to know... They've got like, the Rams as well. They, 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 at the Rams and, and probably versus the Lions, if we're saying he comes back week six. So... If they can win like another two games without so, Dak, yeah. then that they're in that's contention. A, yeah, that's huge. If they won if, two when games. Dak, if you come back week six, you say, he's still got 11 games mm. to make that up. He's fine. It's you not. Know, Cooper Rush has only started two games for the Cowboys and he's won them both. Right? That's that's pretty good as records go. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's okay. Yeah, it's, Noah, it's, Noah Brown deserves some praise. He's the, the quarterback up. definition of a stopped clock. Well, yeah. Without going through all the other motions. He hasn't we, lost yet. We see this from quarterbacks, though, don't we? Like, no one's got any tape on Cooper Rush because True. what's the point? So <laughs> they, they come in, they do they do all right in their first game. It is like he started well. The Bengals did come back into the game and it was a kick that won it. I would worry that um, uh, if a Wink Martindale defence next week can get at him, like... What the, it's there's it's the difference between Cooper Rush and Dak Prescott is immense, and potentially a Wink Martindale defense that's got a, a elite top ten talent pass rusher coming in. Yeah, speaking of top ten pass rushing talents, Mika Parsons had incredible starts this season. Yeah, he is on. He has the most sacks out of anybody in their first eighteen games yes. in football ever. That's crazy. That's For someone who should crazy. have been. You know, off the ball linebacker, that's pretty decent. He's, he's don't, fucking don't incredible. It's easy. annoying he plays for the Cowboys because if he'd played for someone, anyone other than anyone likable, you'd be like, yeah, that's uh, that guy's fucking brilliant. The Browns. So the oh, Cowboys yeah. have a win on the board in the NFC East, but what of the rest of the division? Well, one of the two Monday night football games pitted the Eagles against the Vikings, both coming off good week one wins. But in truth, only one team showed up. And as ever, Kirk Cousins and co went hiding in prime time. This was bad. Vikings lose 24-7. to and What a terrible second half by both offences, I'd point out. But <laughs> basically, Jalen Hurts stole the show here and Kirk Cousins vanished again. So you say that, that quarterback who played for Oklahoma and Alabama is quite good. I'm saying that quarterback apparently can't pass. Yeah, he's not bad this no, season. No, I would concede he is a better. <laughs> he's a better passer this season. He has been for now, the last two. Somebody seasons. picked the Eagles for the Super Bowl, and I just like to give props to that guy because they are two and zero, and they have been awesome. Let's give props to that guy in February. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like John really went. I like it when somebody goes balls out and makes a prediction, and, and this we, was we good too. Yeah, this was good. Uh, they look excellent. I think the the Vikings defense was pretty bad though, like there were the they cu- couldn't get anything. They going couldn't on. get anything going. There were there were a couple of run plays that I saw where the, Miles Sanders just waltzed through the defensive line. There were no linebackers there, and by the time that any of the defensive backer realised he'd gone thirty forty yards or, or already, like Jalen Hurts run the ball brilliantly. The, like, the whole Eagles team yeah, ran very well. Yeah, absolutely, and, and that's what you said. But they also completely stopped the Lions run, uh, the Vikings run game. Yeah, which, I mean, which they need. Yeah, Darius Slay was just completely shut down. Justin Jefferson, like completely. It, it as yeah, it's a it's a it, one of the sort of lesser note, lesser talked about things this week is 
the star running backs, like very few of them actually made much of an impact. Like you're going to get onto other ones, but Davin Cook barely did anything, you know. Whereas the Eagles, like like some other teams, are running by committee, and they're doing fine. But, you know, you're not going to. Ha- you know, I think it's. You're looking. At, we, I think we, the way we look at winning game has changed because of fantasy, and you're looking for stars. Mm, yeah. But actually, that having a a committee uh, running sort of offense, yeah. I think it's I think it's so fucking many teams exciting. are doing it now. Like it, the it shouldn't surprise you yeah. because how many teams have a committee of wide so receivers? Forty nine has been yeah. doing it for years. Like you've got uh, Chubb and Kareem Hunt uh, in, in Cleveland. You got Pollard and then Zeke Elliott, Jones and, and Dylan. Jones and yeah. Dylan. Yeah. I, I can't think of a team that's won the Super Bowl that has a star running back. Not for a long time. I can't think of one in fifteen. Uh, years. C. Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Well, I didn't say superstar. Um, I said star. Paul, without looking, who was the, who was the lead rusher for the Vikings <laughs> Paul, on the day? I know. I know. I know. Bob um, looking. No. No. He didn't. I don't, he had zero carries. Ham had zero carries. Would it be someone like Jefferson on a? Jet sweep uh, or something. Close enough. Jalen Rager, one attempt for 17 yards. No, no, Kirk Cousins had two attempts for 20 yeah, yards. Yeah, uh, sorry, lead by average. I apologise. Yes. Uh, Jalen Rager roundly booed every time he <laughs> took the ball <laughs> by Philadelphia. And I don't know why. He had one catch for 70 yards. <laughs> like, but, yeah, but he was doing the punt or kickoff returns. He got booed every time. <laughs> I'm going to share with you an interview after this. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to find it and play it now because it would just be so much dead air. There's an interview by one of the other wideouts in Minnesota who basically just said nothing about his talent as a player, but just spoke about how thick he is. <laughs> I, I can well believe that. Um, you want to tell me, uh, I mean, it is in front of you, the, the last time Kirk Cousins had a rating this low, uh, week 17 of 2017, when he was 31.1, and the last time he threw three interceptions, week six of 2020. So he has been... Fairly consistent, and they win when he's consistent. But like, these these aberrations on prime time games yeah. are incredible. He's got one win in like twelve prime time games. Like, like I just I'd I schedule him every week. <laughs> I just I don't understand why he can't do it in prime time. And every other game, he's like, I mean, he's, he never sets the world alight. But at the least model of high end yeah, consistency, exactly. high end consistency, yeah, that's good. Okay, still in the NFC East, the Giants go two and zero for the first time since twenty sixteen. <laughs> as they win by three over the Panthers in what was a close game with defences on top throughout. Graeme Gano nailed this. Oh, man. Four revenge of four. Graeme yeah, Gano yeah. revenge game. Four of four over the Panthers. Ten punts between the two teams summed up how good the defences were rather than how bad anybody was. But, uh, boys, two and oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean... <laughs> Speechless. It basically, I mean, I, I'm still... I'm still preparing for when we end up like two and fifteen at the end of the season, but <laughs> I hurt my but, neck earlier because I had to look. I could look up. I, you know, I, did, I didn't have shame. I was talking to a guy at work, and he was like, "Oh, yeah, you know, because uh, he, he he's bare, showing a passing interest in the NFL." Now he sits next to me, and he's like, "Oh, who's who's a uh, who's undefeated so far this season?" I was like, "Oh, it's the uh, it's the Chiefs, the Bucks." I was like, "And." Uh, the Giants, who's like, but aren't they shit? And I was like, yes, yes, they are. <laughs> but our defense is doing all right against, you know. Um, I think. Who I did you beat week one? Titans. Titans. Who have shown nothing. Yeah. And now you've played the Panthers. This is the only caveat is you've played two teams that I'll, probably I'll aren't very like, good. You know, the next two games versus you got, uh, both home games 
uh, D- uh, Dallas, and then the Bears. You could yeah. easily really? be four You could be the worst four and zero team since well the Cardinals last year. But um, it reminds I was tra- I was talking to him about Arsenal because um, someone you know he's an Arsenal fan, and someone said, you know, oh you ain't beaten anyone yet, and we both went, yeah, but last year the Arsenal team would have lost to all these shitty teams. And they're winning, so that's good. And it's the same with the Giants. Last year... You're only growing the, confidence winning these games. That's it. It's, Brilliant. Brilliant. It's, it's backing the day bowl decision. Yep. Uh, what uh, Sean's done to sort of get rid of a lot... Like, if we can get rid of um, Kenny Golladay, all the better. Seems like they're going to do. He, he was... They didn't even, he didn't even suit up to this game, did he? No, it's... Um, the team, the team were defending him, which I liked because they made a big point about how he wasn't there for the press at the end. And Julian Love came out and was re- retweeted by Saquon that, well, neither was I. Why aren't you making a point about me? Is he feeling left out? Do you know what I thought was a, a really solid thing for the Giants from this game is you won the game without it being a breakout game for Barkley. 72 yeah. yards rushing. Like, that's fine. That's okay. But you didn't need him to carry the team. The defence carried the team. So you've now had Barkley be really good and then fairly good in two games and your defence has shown up two weeks. I think the thing with Dayball, and you, think you see this with the Bills, they don't make many mistakes. Like They don't give the ball away. Like, no, D- Darren, jo- uh, Darren Jones. Daniel, <laughs> Daniel Jones. Jones hasn't fumbled the ball yet no. this season and lost it. Has he Which is, any, is he for an interception yet? This yeah, he, he did. Threw he threw a silly week. one. He threw yeah, a silly we, one last week and got balled out, but yeah. none this week. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. But yeah, yeah. that I think mean, that's that's going to be a table thing. He's take. They look like the giants of yesteryear under Parcells and Coughlin, where there was discipline within the, within the team, and they played that discipline. And you said it earlier, Martindale's got this defense humming without the two start uh, starting pass rushers. Um, <laughs> Let's quickly touch on Baker. Uh, 14 of 29 for 145 yards and a touchdown. Sacked twice. It's the turnout is just not very good. Well, it's it's looking that way, but I don't know how you judge it on this Panthers team because I don't think Matt Rules is very good. I think the Panthers yeah. are very good. I do like the fact that Panthers have become a meme now. You know, there was that thing of um, Ryan Tannehill and there was a photo of Rabel with his arm around him. I was like, you know, you've got DJ Moore there and McCaffrey. You'll do great there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's where quarterbacks go to die. Yeah. <laughs> but but who will like, played well, 15 carries, 102 yards. But they, they they don't seem to have any cohesiveness whereas the Giants look like a team. The Panthers just look like a bunch that, of players. But like you say that's coaching, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. That I really is, think Matt Rules in that's trouble. That's Dable bringing the Giants together. I mean there are new players obviously, but there's a lot of players that were there last year. He's pulled them all together and, and put together a plan that works for that, that skill set that they've got. Whereas Matt Rules seems to never have done that with the Panthers. Now, I thought Matt Rules was going to be good when they hired him. I was I'm going to be upset when he joined the Panthers. Yeah. Thinking, I was like, oh, I'd quite like him. Yeah, at the, uh, I, I applauded that hire, but he's just been just been terrible. He needs to go He needs to go to Nebraska. Nebraska are, are ringing him and saying, come on, come on and be our coach. He should yeah, absolutely he should take that. Um, the Commanders travelled to Detroit and got schooled by the Lions 27-36. to 36. Uh, the but last time Jared Goff threw four touchdowns, week 17 of 2018, when he was on the Rams, he was imperious. <laughs> Jared Goff looked really good through two weeks. That scoreline flattered the commanders. Yeah. It absolutely did. Carson Wentz went back to being Wentz that we normally see. He was all over the shop. It's also his number one versus number two, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, and 
one of them lived up to that tag. Well, um, Mum Rasent Brown, uh, is he what the Lions are turning into Debo 2.0? Amon Ra. Yeah, that's him, Mum Ra, yeah. yeah. <laughs> from Thundercats. Yeah. Um, because this guy is being used, like, they are getting in the ball in every way possible. He's awesome. He, he's just, so good. Like he's one of those players who's just like just just give him the ball, whatever you have to. I mean, he had, he had the most rushing yards. He had the most receiving yards. Two touchdowns for receiving. He had, did he have two last week as well? Like he's the third player with eight receptions in eight straight games. Yeah, and I think the other two are well, one of them's Antonio Brown. You know, these are. That the other one's probably something like Calvin Johnson. I like, think it's like yeah. it's thinking it might be like Mike Evans yeah. or Michael Randy Thomas. Or it's like, yeah. like it's like future Hall of Famer stuff. Uh, he's he's, he's going brilliant. up in. Uh, it's a- brilliant. Aiden Hutchison sets the Lions rookie record with three uh, sacks in a game. Yes, no other Lion ever. Yeah, that's the tallest dwarf award, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Hi there, that's me. Um, yeah, I don't know. He was he was, he was awesome. yeah, very very good. Really, so good. Yeah, that very pocket was collapsing so quick around Carson Wentz, and this is the problem. Wentz looked rattled. As soon as he knew there was a problem with the O-line, he went back to being scattershot accuracy again. He did. But he did, to be fair, he did turn it around to get a bit in the yeah, second, second half. half he did come yeah. back. And his stat lines are actually pretty decent. Um, you know, but what of the commander's run game? It was bad. <laughs> really bad. It was really The Lions' defence stepped was, up there. That was the biggest difference from, from last week, where the commanders probably surprised us a little bit. Antonio Gibson was brilliant last week. I was like, damn it, I should have picked him up in fantasy. Now I'm like, okay, that's why I didn't pick him up in fantasy. 14 carries for 28 yards. Yeah, I've got him in Not fantasy. good enough. Um, they didn't, you know, Curtis Samuel had seven receptions, 78 yards, but they need to be using Curtis Samuel like the Lions are using Aaron yeah. Ross and Brown. That is that, I think they're slowly working him back in. It looks like he's going to be a big part of the game plan. Yeah, because between him, McLaurin, and Wahan Dotson. Juan Dotson. Juan. Juan. Wuhan Dotson. Wuhan. Yeah. Wuhan. That is a decent. That is, and if you're throwing, got you all in check. Throwing Antonio, <laughs> if you're throwing Antonio Gibson and Logan Thomas, that's a decent skill set of players. Yes, it is. It's, it, they're a team that should be performing yeah. way beyond what they're actually putting on the field, even when they win. The, the Lions remind me very much of the Browns around 2018, 2019. Um, Hutchinson, yeah, yeah Hutchinson feels like Miles Garrett coming in, yeah. just energy. You think about what happens when they go in, into the draft next year, and they've got two picks because they've got one from the Rams still uh, for for Stafford, <laughs> and they trade up and put a really good quarterback in that in that system. I don't think you need a good quarterback. I, don't I think, think he's I, fine. I don't think you maybe need one, and you might be you might be keeping Jared Goff for a, for another year. But what happens if you keep yeah. him another year and then you bring in a quarterback beneath him, and then the yeah. following year you've got a Jared Goff Great isn't an elevator, is yeah. he? He is better depending on who's around him. Yeah. But what he is is the ultimate in the league in confidence quarterback. Yeah. If he thinks you believe him in him, then he's brilliant. If he thinks you doubt him, like McVay's yeah. died to, he fell off a cliff. And like Dan Campbell's the perfect coach for that type of player because he's all about just building up that confidence in their players and, mot- and motivating. Uh, the other situation is in, if they do like get Jared Goff, they've got two first-round picks. They bring in two quality players and improve the team overall. You've got Penis Seol on the O-line as well. Yeah. The O-line's really good. The O-line. lines, O-line. both the lines are really both, good. Or the O-line, especially, is one of the best in the league at the moment, I think. Okay, Tom Brady and the Bucks triumphed over the Winston-led Saints in a slow game that ended 20-10 to and allowed Tampa Bay to break the Saints' hoodoo over them. 
But this one got ugly. Uh, where do you want to start? Brady being a little bitch with a surface. <laughs> again. Again. <laughs> again. Second year in a row. Smashing his yeah. iPad. Microsoft loved that. iPad? No. It's not an iPad. Surface. Surface. It's right. The surface thing. Uh, well, it hit the surface. It did. <laughs> I mean... It was. It was. It the team. It did, but it wasn't. It was nothing to do with what Brady did, was it? It was. Um, Evans took one for the team, didn't he? Yeah. So my. So Tom Brady was jarring at the refs and the opposition, and then basically someone got up in his grill. I'm guessing it was Latimer. Latimer was off the. And when Mike, he, he, Mike Evans actually ran from near his bench to try and lay out Marshall Latimer, and the. Outcome was they both got sent off the field and, and ejected, and, and then it meant the Saints couldn't cover anybody. They just opened the field for the box. It was like a tactical ejection. It, it was really great. was. That got, sounded, is that what that you sounds, go for yeah, before yeah. you go out on a date? It, it was, <laughs> I don't have a sex with me because of one of those. I think it was. I think it was actually it was Bruce Arians was on the sideline as well. And last yeah. time, there we go at him. And I think this is all Bruce Arians. Why doing. was Bruce Arians on the sideline? I don't get it. Like, when do you ever have the ex-coach on the Sky Soccer? I don't know. That's that's that. just, I know he's a consultant. I think when you're free, free against uh, the Saints, it was fucking boring. It was a it turgid was a game. It was terrible. Game. It was sloppy. That's what it was. <laughs> More sloppiness in week two. Yeah, it wasn't great. Uh, Kamara being inactive didn't help the Saints. That was a last-minute decision. It really it? was. And Mark Ingram forced into the number one role. Uh, he fumbled again. I think that's two weeks running. He also clearly running with this ankle injury, and he was just out there because they had oh, to do something. He's old, isn't he? Uh, well, yes, I don't know. I mean, you say old, he'd be younger than you. <laughs> but what we, did, what we did get in this game was the return to the Winston. By the way. Yeah, so he's younger than all of us. He did get the Winston meltdown. We got ultimate Jameis Winston. Like, we got, there was an interception. It's like, oh, that's brilliant. And the worst possible time, you just throw an in- interception. And then when you think it can't get any better, he throws a pick six. <laughs> beautiful. Yes, like, yes, Jameis. This is yes. ultimate Jameis. like Uber Jet known. Not that. Um, <laughs> just, it just felt right, didn't it? Because it, it was the bucks as well. It brought yeah. out his inner buck. It was just so right. And it's it's why you don't want Jameis Winston as a quarterback. Uh, the NFC South schedule was completed as the plucky Falcons narrowly lost 31-27 to the Rams, who recovered from their week one kicking, but they're living dangerously. Matt Stafford, two more interceptions. Uh, this one was only really sealed because Jalen Ramsey went back to being Jalen Ramsey and wasn't the player that he was last week where he didn't look ready at all. Yeah, he looked really poor last week. But fine. I, I, I don't know what to I, make I, of the Rams. No. Cam Akers looked shot. He just looks so bad. And, and I don't understand why. Henderson's running behind the same O-line, which we know isn't as good, but he's Th- getting yards. 31 rushing yards in two games. It's, it's not That's ideal. And yeah, okay. They had a play which went for negative 26 yards. Definitely doesn't, doesn't help. help. But no. even so, even if you only have 50 yards over two games, it's just not enough. And yeah, Matt Staff is a brilliant quarterback. But if you know that every single play is going to be pass, pass, pass. Like, it's balanced, but you know, they're just not getting enough out of that, about that, out of that running game at all. And the defense is... I don't know. I think there's, I think there's a general theme throughout this week of obviously kind of comebacks. This was a near cu- comeback. I feel players are suffering from not having that fourth preseason and not being fit enough. Well, none of them really play much in preseason. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so at halftime, it was Falcons 3, Rams 21. 
let me let me read you the sequence of plays for the second half. They open with Rams touchdown, so three to twenty-eight, followed by Falcons punt, Rams interception, Falcons touchdown, Rams field goal, Falcons touchdown, Rams blocked punt for a touchdown. <laughs> uh, Rams fumble, Falcons interceptions, Rams safety to run out the clock. Which, by the way, he didn't run enough time no. off the clock. He, <laughs> he just some reason, ran out he, of the back. He sprinted at the back of the... You're like, <laughs> Take it easy. Yeah. Yeah, Come on, man. It was very, very strange. And then just when you thought maybe, maybe the Falcons can get one or two plays off here, Mariota fumbled Mariota, the ball. Yeah, he Marioted it. I mean, he'd been he'd been pretty good up until that point, and then he marioted it a bit like he had one massive fail last week. He had one this week, and this will always be the knock on him. You you like can't rely Winston, on him for the it was win. Pure James Winston, and then it was pure Marcus Mariota. Still love just it, for different different teams, and they were twenty eight three down at one point as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they look really frisky. They look definitely better than they did last year, but it's what, what, it's not enough. What do we think about the Rams? Because that's now one loss, but they realistically they got beaten down. And then one, okay, they got, remember, a, they got a win, but... You remember like, when the, the Patriots were good? You remember all those years ago when they were good? Yeah. They used to start off so rocky every year. And by week seven, they were dominating. I think by week six or seven, this one of those ca- fine. one of those occasions of like, the hallmark of a great team is to play badly and win? Yeah, I, I think so. I think they'll probably start to lean more and more on Henderson. Alan Robinson will get involved. He, he was more involved this week. He was. But in the second half, when the um, Falcons were... Um, catching, like it seems that uh, Stafford is first. His only thing is to go. Okay, where's Cup? Where's Cup? The same with Burrow. They've got one bloke, and Cup did have some amazing he, catches, uh, and the, it is great when you've got that. Yeah. But I mean, that sort of but the chemistry uh, isn't there with Alan Robinson. No, not yet. It will be, but it's get. But yeah, it's, Cup, it's, it's, Cup had fourteen targets. Alan Robinson. Had Five. Yeah. That needs that needs to be readdressed. That, that needs to be, be ten nights. Uh, yeah, yeah, eight or, or whatever. Um, and and the other thing is, it's not all on the offense. The, the Rams defense is not up to speed yet. No, it's not. They've just nope. conceded twenty seven points to the Falcons. The Rams defense last year wasn't conceding fourteen points to the Falcons. Yeah. So it's, they, it's both sides of the ball. I have absolute confidence that they have enough pieces to make this better. Yep. Um, if I could just make one extra point in terms of shit on the Falcons, I Andy hope you will. Dirty birds. Um. Matt Ryan threw 60,000 yards this, last week. Not in one week. No. Yeah, just one game. One game. <laughs> Who'd have thought it? Um, the balls are numbered, aren't they, that you uh, that are in play each yeah. week? The ball he threw his 60,000th yard of was ball 283. Oh. <laughs> 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 that oh. made me so happy. <laughs> That's harsh. <laughs> they will never let this down, will they? No. It came never up on the screen, didn't it? This yeah. weekend when they were 28-3 yeah. down and the commentators were like, oh, wow, there's that score <laughs> They're again. never going to forget it. No, and rightly so. <laughs> uh, anything else to add before we go into the break? No, sir. Good. Go. We're halfway through with plenty of crazy yet to come. And I want to talk about Jets, a phrase rarer than a Deshaun Watson apology. But let's give credit where it's due. Gang Green were down by 13 with two minutes 30 on the clock. And yet somehow they overturned the Browns 31-30. I've never been able to overturn the Browns. <laughs> <laughs> it's your, your staple position, isn't it? So, I'm talking about diarrhea, by the yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, glad, so glad you clarified that. Sounded a wee bit racist there, Paul. Uh, so let's start with Cade York from Hero to Zero Mr. PAT 
on the Browns' final scoring possession. And uh, eventually, that's what allowed the Jets in. Um, let's let's talk Joe Flacco as well. It, this was the ultimate Joe Flacco game. He was asked to unfurl the cannon a couple of times, and it's there, just about. Uh, but more importantly, as an opposed to, and this isn't to take a swipe out, but as opposed to younger or rookie quarterbacks, Zach Wilson, he just looked so calm. Like, okay, we've got two minutes 30. I, I can actually still win this. That's what he looked like. Of course he looks calm. He's already had his $100 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Nothing, He's not playing for anything other, play than, for, than, other than the joy of playing. Yeah. But he's just he being away from his wife. Yeah, exactly. And I get it. And it and you, it won't be replicated very often, but he looked actually imperious on the final two drives. He did. Uh, and that's fair to say. I think, you know, Garrett Wilson just looked amazing. Like, yeah, they've that been is, after that number something. one wide receiver for so long. I thought it was going to be Elijah Moore, but this guy. Yeah, I mean, well, the two of them, and you know, sprinkling in Corey Davis. Again, that's a decent skill set of players. Sounds like some sort of thing you don't want to get involved in a sprinkling of Corey Davis. <laughs> but it's also like, imagine if you drop Brees Hall in fantasy as well. Imagine that. Um, this is a game. Did we all do that? No, yeah. it was just Perry. Oh, I did it as well. Oh, well, not me. This I mean, I did score 170 points uh, it should be point after dropping Vesol, so it's fine. This was a game where it was bad game management from yeah. the Browns. Yeah. Like, they went, and look, they should never have lost the lead in the first place. It was absolutely ridiculous. They had a 99.8% chance of winning in, in the fourth quarter. But was there a 99.9% chance of winning at one point? Yeah. Yeah. Ah! But instead of scoring his third touchdown... Nick Chubb should have out on the now now. Yeah, he didn't, he he didn't run out I don't, of the clock. I don't care how people people say, Oh yeah, but that's all brilliant with hindsight. Your job as a head coach is to think about every single situation that could happen and have a plan for it and then win the game. Okay. He nils down, they win the game. I agree with you. As a juxtaposition, you always take the points. You always take the points. No, you don't. No, you it don't. Was, it was you, don't all, you don't always take the points. Otherwise, we'd never have a nil down. It would, we'd it's never have far a QB less uh, common for the Jets to score twice in two minutes 30 than it, than it is for them well. to not... Yeah, to recover an yeah. onside kick than yeah. it is for them to not score but twice. You've given them the opportunity yeah. when you had the chance exactly. to not give them the opportunity. Yeah, I agree. Sean Payton, uh, you know, would, would make Kamara dictate the nil yeah. down. Sean McVay would make Todd Gurley Sean do it. Yeah. They're both ordered, two pretty good call yeah. Sean coaches. Sean McVay ordered the safety because he knew what would happen. He yeah. knew he had to take time off the clock and give away two. Agreed. Points. Him and play, coaches like him, Belichick, they're thinking like three, four, five moves ahead. So the you're, you're laying this at Stavansky's feet. Coach of the year. Previous, I mean, the coach of the year curse that seems to have happened over the last few years. You've, you've lost 31-30 to the Jets. I point out, Jacoby Brissett is not the reason the Browns are one-on-one. Nope. One. He, no, he's no, actually played not. absolutely fine. Yeah, he's been fine. decent. He was decent again last week. He threw an interception, but 22 completions of 27 attempts on the touchdown is, is good. And he took one sack as well. Yeah, he's evasive. That's the thing. But um, I've written here, week 13 against Miami 2016. You want to tell me what that is? Week 13 versus Miami 2016. Oh, bloody clue. That is the last time Joe Flacco threw four touchdowns in a game. Wow. That is sick. Well, getting on for six years ago. <laughs> like, the, the guy has been uh, a backup for five years. Well, he's broke his back since then. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, but bear in mind, he's also played for the Broncos in that time. Yep, yep. And was supposed to be a starter. Star, he was the yeah, starter. Yeah, he was the starter. Yeah. But I, I just felt it was worth. Uh, Acknowledging the fact yeah. that the Jets played really well, he played really well, and maybe Salah 
has bought himself more kudos and more time. Yeah, and to your point, absolutely. You know, they scored two touchdowns in a very sh- very short space of time, and they got an onside. Like, how many? How rare is it to yeah, get an onside yeah. kick now- nowadays? And they got an onside kick. It's brilliant, and I loved it, and I applauded it. And I thought it was amazing. And I'm I'm happy for Salah. I'm happy for all the ex 49ers coaches and the current one who all won this week as well. Can I just say, I thought the Jets were going to do okay this season. <laughs> you did say that. Did you say that? You did say he did. He did. Uh, he I'd, I'd put I'd big money on I'd that. made bets. Uh, this is, this I was the, happy to see yeah, the Browns result. lose. Yeah, we're always happy we're to happy see to, the like, lose. Uh, but <laughs> they shouldn't have, quite frankly. I was chatting. Like, the, the, the last two minutes is just a prime example of how to lose a game. But it's their defence. They didn't the get... Is it's a, yeah, it's the defence. They didn't get... Like, they didn't get pressure on... A forty-year-old man with a broken back. True. <laughs> yeah, two sacks. Yeah, yeah, two sacks. No interceptions. Yeah. Um, they, you know, the, the bloke was running into the end zone un, unopposed. You're like, oh, just it's just you just oh, this is awful, and uh, I couldn't rush be def- happier. The rush defense was terrible. Yeah, and it's like it shouldn't be. Like that defense includes Clowney, who got a a fumble, didn't he? Um, yes. Um, Gower, they're just not getting the. At any it's, point when you debut Clowney is your best defender, it's not what it should be. He's oh, a, it's a, no, no, he's still a good player, but on a team with all the other players they've got, he shouldn't yeah, be the standout okay. player on defense. Yeah, right, yeah. But the, the, I mean, he did just get a finger on the fumble, and it was enough. Yeah, yeah, but he got really. <laughs> but yeah, I, like it, it looks like a team that. Once again, has come in. The defense alone has come into the season cold because yeah. they don't look yeah. like they don't look like they know each other anymore. All right, that's enough talk of Jets and Browns because they shouldn't dominate everything. Aww. But you know who else plays in the AFC East? That's right, it's the Miami Dolphins. That's who. And man, they look good. The Finns travelled to Baltimore on Sunday, and at one point in the second half, they trailed by twenty-one points. But this team under Mike McDaniel's knows no fear. Tour and Co. recover at a canter. Miami forty-two, Baltimore thirty-eight. I don't even know where you start. Let let's start. Let's start at the beginning though with the De- uh, Devin Duvernay kickoff oh, yeah. return for oh, a touchdown. Yeah. Another nomin- yeah, another nominee for your sweetest player of the week right there because that was incredible. That was decent. There's and, a few and then sweet. Lamar breaking off a 75 yard touchdown oh, run. Also decent. Had 119 yards on the day. Those two things combined should probably enough to win be winning you most games, and yet somehow. This is another one. Tua throws yeah. six touchdowns. He hasn't thrown six touchdowns since he was in college. Well, the, the, the Baltimore defense seemed to just evaporated. Like they were. I I know they're both really quick, but the amount of open space that Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle had. It's four yards of separation. <laughs> it was ridiculous. How how many teams have got a better one-two combination at wide receiver right now? Ooh. I would hazard to say it's none. I can't think any on top. Jefferson Thielen is pretty good. Yeah, maybe uh, Thielen's not 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 of the races this yeah, season, really. I'd probably take Hill and Waddle over those two. I mean, I, I mean th- there's a reason why you're all looking. Pa- I mean, I sat earlier and I tried to work it out. I don't think there's anyone that's definitely better. Aguilar and Bourne. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. DK and Tyler. Mm, maybe, but you won't see it this season. No. Nope. And that's the problem. Yeah. Uh, even Jamal even the, even the Bills like Diggs and Cup and Robinson. Maybe Could if be. Robinson picked up, but yeah. So the I fact, thought the fact that we're struggling to yeah, I thought it was yeah. maybe the Bills with Diggs and whoever the number Gabe two Davis. is. But, but but really, we've seen it one week. Saw yeah. a lot in the postseason last at the end of last year. But yeah, you, you're you're absolutely right. I mean, 
It's amazing. I also said that Miami were going to have a very good season. And I think the thing that people forget with this team is that's a top six quarterback. That's one of the best. That's a guy who's got 1,500 yards receiving. A number one draft pick who had an amazing rookie season. And people are surprised they're good. And they brought in the, one of the best left tackles going. Yeah. And people are surprised they're good. It's a fair, it's, it's a fair point. I will st- <laughs> they still conceded a fuckload of points. They did. Waddle and Hill are the only pair of wideouts to have 170 yards plus and two touchdowns apiece in the same game since the 1950s. Wow. It was... They didn't... They didn't... They weren't at a canter, were they? They yeah. were at full pace, burning past players. Yeah. And it was... It's... Ex- I... 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 I Tyreek Hill, when he when he's playing like that, I'm sorry, he is the most fun player in the league. Just watching yeah. him score, like Mark Peters is not a slow player. He made it look like it was like me chasing a fucking car. This wasn't, it was, yeah, yeah. This wasn't the Ravens like end of last season when they had the whole of the backfield injured. They had most of their players out there. I know they've lost a couple already, but like you say, Marlon Humphrey was out there, Peters was out there, Carl Hamilton and Pick was out there. Got absolutely Marcus destroyed. Williams, the safety was there. Yeah. That, that is and that's a good safety. Like in the second half, the the Dolphins uh, plays read touchdown, punt, touchdown, 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 touchdown. Like that's all they did. They had one, one drive that stalled and everything else. I know people say that Miami conceded thirty eight points, but all that will matter at the end of the season is that win. Mm. And it's a good Ravens team. It's not like yeah. they conceded thirty eight points to the Falcons. No. They've conceded 38 points to a good Ravens team. And are we, we going to put to bed that Tua Tonga Bailoa is on the on the hot seat? I, guess, uh, I think that it takes more than one signature do, win. But he's had two good weeks now. I think it's going to come down to does Mike McDaniels think his career can sit with Tua? And if you've got these pair of wide receivers and a half-decent running game and, and a tight end who can't do the gritty but can score touchdowns, what more do you need? Did he leap? Sorry, are, we, are we discussing whether a guy who just scored six, six touchdowns, touchdowns and threw for nearly five hundred yeah. yards is going to last? Okay, that? someone did that in a Super Bowl. Yeah, and he is currently out the league. Yeah, listen. The, what what Jim's getting at is this is one. Oh, yeah. This is one standout game from Tua. That's all it is. We just need to see it a bit more. That's all. I'm just saying. I, I, I think he does. I think he sticks now. I don't think it's a problem. But I'm just saying this is the reason we're talking about it is because it is the game. Teddy Bridgewater's crap. Teddy Bridgewater is not crap. Teddy Bridgewater is the best backup in the league, probably. No, he's not. Well, now he is. Now he is the best backup in the league. We get to that. We get to that. So is Todd Taylor. But yeah, they're fine. You know, but you've got to give Tua the chance to earn his place, and he's doing it. The point is, Mike McDaniels is making the best of what he got, and that is a lot of weapons. He will be coach of the year. At this rate, it yeah. Well be. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we know that the Browns, Ravens and Bengals all lost, so was there any good news for the AFC North? Well, no. The Steelers <laughs> lost 14-17 <laughs> against the Patriots at not Heinz Field, I can't remember what it's called, oh, in one Acre-Sure. of the week's dullest games. Oh, What's it called? Acrisure. That's just a, that's sounds, like a, sounds like a deodorant. I can't I mean, come into work because of that. The problem Browns. here is <laughs> both of these teams... Completely lack explosiveness. The, the biggest play between the two teams was the Aguilar reception for his touchdown, which was, I don't know, 30 yards? 44 yards. 44 yards. There you go. That's it. There was nothing else explosive about either team. The Patriots basically did their one big play and then salted the game out with lots of running. 
Yeah, if you take away that 44-yard play, you've got another one of 24 yards for Myers, and then it's the next longest one's 10, 11, 11. Yeah. And it's the same if you look at the Steelers. It, yeah, there, there's so nothing explosive on either team. No. It doesn't need to be explosive, does it? If you get 10, 11 yards on a play, you've moved the ball. That is a fair point. Yeah, yeah. You've just got to move the ball. But the you? whole league now, we've just talked about what the Dolphins can do. If either of these teams, if they're not playing each other, they're going to get blown away by other teams that can absolutely hit explosive plays. And that's what happened to the Patriots last week. And it will happen to the Steelers. There's always that kind of X factor of, yeah, you might get 170 yards each and throw six touchdowns, but you've, you've got Bill Belichick coming. Uh, I don't know if he makes any difference anymore. The Steelers win this game if TJ Watt plays. They got oh, they got very exactly little pressure on Mac Jones, yeah. who who has not looked assured yeah. now. He doesn't have Josh McDaniels. No sacks this week. He looked fine. No. I thought he looked fine this week. He had no sacks. He's not as accurate as, like, as he was. He had so game. much time in the pocket. Any quarterback yeah. should look good. The, the 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 bigger thing as a Patriots fan is that the running game was passable this week. The O line looked so much better this week. It was it was a sieve step last up. week. It yeah, looked so step much up. better. But it's a step up against the defense lacking their top pass rusher. Uh, and the other takeaway is neither of these teams is really a playoff contender. No, I agree. They're not just at not. The moment. Not at the moment. They're just the not. Steelers will get in because the Steelers. I don't think they will. I don't think so. The only thing that's going in their favour is how badly that division has started as a whole. Yes. They're yeah. not they're they're tied with the Ravens and the Browns. So how how many weeks are we giving Mitch now? Because like on I'd Twitter, give it another five yeah, on Twitter into week five. The Steelers handles on Twitter are literally full uh, of they yeah, could but be. yeah, but do you, re- do you reckon Mike Tomlin's currently on Twitter going on? Oh. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's an indication of what the fans are. I don't know. I'm, what, I'm, yeah. I what are the next the three or four well? games? That's that's the key thing. Like they were never going to start him against the Patriots. They're next, never going to make his debut against the Patriots. Well, the next three games: Browns, Jets, Bills. If they're not beating the Jets by half time, you'll see him. If they're not beating the Jets by half time, you will see him. I think that's fair. Yeah. Anybody want to argue with that? And that is about as long as Mike Glennon lasted before Trubisky took over at Bears. There's a difference between Mike Glennon and Trubisky. Yeah, I'm not saying there isn't, but the situation is eerily yeah. similar, really. Mike, Mitch Trubisky has a much shorter neck. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Glennon is like 50% neck. Um, <laughs> Davis Mills. Okay. That, that crap game clears up the AFC North, so let's cross off the AFC East as well by focusing on the Bills... Uh, <laughs> something the Titans should have probably tried to do as they were crushed 41-7 to in what may have been their worst game under very... I, I, I just want to point out, halfway through the night last night on NFL UK tag on, on Facebook, someone quoted, oh, I think the Titans have got the match to the Bills. <laughs> well, <laughs> literally every comment after is this Mr. aged well. <laughs> Mr. M. Magoo. Yeah. <laughs> Seven all after nine minutes and then the Bills absolutely dominated this game. <laughs> like, really they, the, the Titans got nothing going. Tannehill looked completely shot. Malik Willis came in in the last quarter because they got nothing going. Henry Derek Henry. 13 <sighs> carries, 25 yards, 1.9 yards per carry. And what did he Derek get last Henry? week? Not very much more. Not very much more than that. Uh, pe- people have clamped down on what the Titans can do. The, the Titans' second half was punt, punt, muffed, Reception, interception, interception for a touchdown, punt, fumble, punt. It's almost, it's almost <laughs> That's like, terrible. It's almost like we're saying that Ryan Tannehill isn't that good. He may be on the downswing again. I don't. I, think, don't, I, I feel think it's for the him. fact that Henry has been bottled up means that they're asking a lot from him. I think there's two things. I think he's going to trade on Burks. Well, Rob that, that's, Woods. That, that's the point. There's nothing there. If, that's a if, top seventeen receiver. Yeah. <laughs> you got Derek Henry. Also aged well. Yeah, you got Derek Henry. Who's not being the Derek Henry we, we, we've known and loved over the last couple of years, 
And you've got no AJ Brown. Like, how bad is that trade looking right now? It looks appalling. Because right now you're saying bring him back and pay him whatever he wants. Yeah, Robert Woods, four receptions for 39 yards. Traylon Burks, four receptions for 47 yards. It, it's just not enough. That Even when they're throwing the ball, they're not, they're not managing to pick up big enough yardage. And when you haven't got Derrick Henry scaring oppositions, then it's, it's easy. easy. It's easy. You don't have to stack the box to try and defend against him. It, it, it certainly seems that way. Uh, the Allen to Diggs connection is the best in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. Last year yeah, okay. it was Burrow to Jamar. Rogers Devonte. Uh, I don't know about last year. No, hang on, well, Rogers Devonte doesn't exist. Anymore. Not no, now. Last last year. Sorry, last, no, year, last year, year it was Burrow yeah, to Jamar. Yeah, it was. I think. And this year it's Allen to Diggs, and I think that's going to just carry on and carry on and carry on. It was crazy. Yeah, that's um, that's some stat line he has. Twelve receptions, 148 yards, three touchdowns. And I still lost in fantasy with him and my team. I suck. <laughs> Mainly because of Derrick Henry, actually. So it's quite a fun game. Uh, anybody want to try and tell me the last time the Tetons were 0-2 to start a year? Uh, 2015. No. Anyone else? I mean, it's got to be pretty recent. Hasn't it? The no, last, they've not been that great. The last year of Mariota? Yeah. Fail? No. 2012 was the last time they started this badly. Who did they have then? Jake Locker. Jake, Jake Locker. Locker. Jake. <laughs> the Heart Locker. Yeah. And maybe the backup was Charlie Whitehurst, <laughs> Clipboard Jesus, something oh, like that. Yeah, legendary Clipboard Jesus. It, it may, or it may have been Ryan Fitzpatrick. I can't remember. One of them. It was somebody pretty pretty ropey, I suspect. Ryan Fitzpatrick's not ropey. Back but then it he has was. been confirmed he's not that motherfucker. Yeah, apparently was it not, not him? Because no. that was a... If you don't know what that is, uh, Tom Brady said, we I can't believe... It's that, that motherfucker is either Derek Carr or Jimmy Garoppolo. Really? Yeah. I have no idea who it is because it's got to be a team that... Brady wanted to go to him. That's why they thought it was yeah. Miami. He was almost buying a house in Vegas. Ah. He was looking at houses in Vegas. And apparently John Gruden said, no, I don't want him. It was all uh, set up, apparently. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick is upset that it's not him. Yeah. <laughs> he was. I think he was quite amused by that. Hasselbeck I mean, was the backup. Ah, who, was it Jake Locker? It was Jake Locker. Oh, that was a bad, bad miss. <laughs> can, you tell me, can you tell me who their free safety was? Michael Griffin. It's Michael Griffin. Yes. <laughs> Thank you very much. Because he, he was very good. He yeah. used to pick me off was in that, Madden a lot. <laughs> was that the Jake Locker Christian Ponder draft? Yeah, it would have been. Uh, Blaine Gabbert? Yeah, same year. Oh, sweet Christ. <laughs> Cam Newton, was that you as well? 2011. Oh, it might be you. Oh, ouch. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. I remember being quite gutted that the Niners didn't get Blaine Gabbert. Is, uh, is anyone... Well, you did eventually. Uh yeah. Is anyone going to pick against the Bills as the AFC Super Bowl contender? No. no. This team is demolishing. My only worry is yeah. that they peaked too early. I said the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl, so I'm going with the Chiefs. Well, I said the Broncos, so I'm going to change my mind to the Bills. Um, no, I think... Um, uh, can the Dolphins hang with the Bills? We haven't seen this yet. Well, we're going to find they, out. They, They're playing on Sunday. Uh, is it this week? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, quickly, anyone want to take a pick in that game? I'll take the Bills. I'm taking the Bills. Dolphins. Of course you are. John, you want to even this up? Tie. No, I'm going to go with the Bills. I, I, you know, the, the, the defence will be able to do in, better. It, it is in Miami. I will say the one, the, probably the one weakness of the Bills is their cornerbacks. Yeah. Well, uh, White still isn't playing, is he? No. Um, they, they've, they've lost a few people. I don't know. I just, he, was, he was getting four yards of separation. Yeah, but the on, pass rush is going to be a lot better. On Pro Bowl so you're not, yeah, You've got Von Miller. Yeah, he's not going to have as much time. So uh, 
mm-hmm. still needs time. No matter how fast you are, you still need at least a couple of seconds longer to get that much separation. Did you see uh, Von Miller's T-shirt? No. When he turned up, it was uh, Josh Allen for MVP. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, no one's saying that Mike Vrabel should be uh, on the hot seat here, but is is it going to be a case of when do we hand over to Malik Willis or is it a case of we have to do more to get Derek Henry in the game? Because one of those two things is true. His record so far has earned him half yeah. a season. Cool. To, oh, more he's, than he's got time to write the ship. He could have a down season. And I think if they don't make the playoffs? Yeah. yeah. He, he could, he, he'll, he's guaranteed one more season. They were the number one seed last also, year. Like, yeah, I also think like taking AJ Brown away from him that wasn't his decision. No. Like if you if you go back and look at the video when that trade was announced, he walked out shaking his head. Oh yeah, he he wasn't happy. He with wasn't that. happy with that at all. No, no. And and Tannehill isn't an elevator. He is only no, as good as exactly. what's around him, and what's around him at the moment is struggling. Yeah. But I, I think they'll write themselves, and I think they're very lucky with the division they're in. So let's get to that. With the Titans already in trouble, what of the Colts and Texans who could only tie in Week One? Indy travelled to Jacksonville where they comprehensively shat the bed in a 24-0 blowout loss. Ryan shut out for only the second time in his career. Anyone want to tell me when the first time was? 2010. No, you're so far off. They lost last year, 25-0. Yeah, that would have been bad. To the Patriots. Uh, The Jags are top of the AFC South. The Jags are top of the AFC South. Worst to first. Well, I I said I had them down for seven wins minimum. And that might be enough in this division. And it might <laughs> be, but this is comfortably the best game Trevor Lawrence has had. Now, I know ah, the Colts haven't got yeah, a lot going, but he, he looked like a proper bona fide quarterback in the NFL for the first time under the right coach. This yes. is the Colts playing Jacksonville. Eight in a row they've lost in Jacksonville. Just, it doesn't matter. Eight it's in a, a row. A Jacksonville, how shonky have Jacksonville been in that time? They've had one good team in that time, yeah. right? 2017. Yeah. yeah. It was, it's, isn't the Colts... They only get um, shut out by Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah. like it's just I I don't know I I don't like to think of like hoodoo's and witches curses, but it's it, it, I, I look at that team. I think it's the only explanation. It's all, but the Colts are appalling both sides of the ball. Um, they waved their kicker um, who had uh, busted hips last week. Blankenship, yeah. Um, so. Uh, it, it just looks like an absolute mess. And the, the Colts' second Frank half ass must be burning. Well, it must yeah. be because it was him that demanded that they had uh, Carson Wentz last year. And I think if they miss the playoffs, I think he is out. Uh, if this carries on, Colts' second half be out before that. Yeah. Hunt, turnover on downs, turnover on downs, interception, interception, end of game. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's terrible. The one thing that really impressed me with Jacksonville was the other Josh Allen. Yeah, he's brilliant. The whole of the defense. The whole of the defense was on fire on Sunday. They were all playing brilliantly. They were playing like they played when they played the Bills last year. That was the only time the Jags played half decently under Urban Meyer was when they played the Bills. Yeah. They will improve under Pedersen. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, they absolutely will. Imagine if they'd had him last year. Yeah. Um, Matt Ryan, 16 of 30 for 195 yards. Three interceptions, sacked five times. He had no time on the ball. Absolutely whatsoever. not Again, a chance. That's not, that's not a terrible offensive line for the Colts. It's not like the, the, the Raiders. It's not as good as... They have the highest lines. paid O-lineman in the league. Yeah, absolutely. Like The, the Jags are just able to get to him. Like you say, Josh Allen was... But they also bottled everywhere. up the running game. Taylor, yeah. nine carries, which is not enough. Well, 54 yards. Now, Devin Lloyd, the, the, the linebacker that they, they drafted this year... Rookie linebacker out of Utah, he was just everywhere. Yeah, like he's 
he's like, let me get the name right, Shaquille Leonard. <laughs> Shaquille Leonard. Um, here's the thing. So if the O-line isn't quite good enough, Matt Ryan's always going to struggle. But what Matt Ryan is very good at is picking out wide receivers. He's always been very good at that. Look at his record. However, he didn't have any. He didn't have any. Michael Pittman was out, and they are so thin. Michael Pittman and Alex Pierce was out as well. They're yeah. Two top right so receivers. I can't remember. Matt Ryan has always had a top yeah. level yeah, yeah, wide. Yeah, 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 he has. And yeah. you know, people like, oh, Julio hasn't, wasn't there the entire time. Roddy White was there. Yeah. Um, Calvin Ridley was there beforehand. Tony Gonzalez was there as a, as a tight end. He's always had a yeah. top level option. Have you ever heard of Aston Doolin? No, but. Aston Doolin has been on the Colts for four years. He pre- he has a total of 26 receptions in four seasons. Five of them came on Sunday. Yeah, eight of them this year. Fucking. Like, they've got nothing at wide receiver. Mike Strachan. No, it's, it's Mike not, Strachan. It's not, it's not pronounced Strachan. Is it not? It was like drawn or something. Well, he had well, one reception Strachan. for 23 yards. It, it's not good. This, this name is clearly one that's made up. Desmond oh, Patton. Uh, yep. Yeah. Like, Kylan Granson. They're just regeneration names. <laughs> <laughs> I just typed Michael Strachan into Google and it asked me, did you mean Michaela Strachan? <laughs> and the answer is, yes, yes I did. did. Yes, I did. <laughs> and, and this is the problem. And, and you know... Uh, but this, this has been a problem for like how many of the last five years? But before you move on, let me tell you who didn't have any receptions, even though they've got no wide receivers. Kiki Cootie, no receptions. <laughs> he's just there to. And if, did he have any targets? No, he didn't. <laughs> and that's he, the problem. I don't think he's even. I don't think he's, he's, he's a return up. man, and he had a fumble, and that's all he did. <laughs> he ain't there to return. He's there to catch balls. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, great yeah. stuff for Jacksonville very pleased for them to have finally appointed a good coach but good coach Christian Kirk you know he's oh, like expensive yeah. but that can well he's only now he's now only the 18th top player wide receiver in the league and how many touches have he got three in two weeks yeah exactly yes. <laughs> terrible imagine if you did have him in fantasy and you thumbed your nose at everyone and then you didn't play him but did you like how I immediately was I showed humility in our group chat yeah, yeah that's, that's what you call it <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's better. It's better than just you know. To be uh, fair, Paul's bench at the weekend did pretty well in Dynasty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I suck. But yeah, we join the club. We are the sucky club. We I mentioned mean, it earlier. No, me, no. And, me and Jim were discussing who is the worst team in the NFL because he mentioned the Cardinals, and I came up with came the Colts. Up with Colts, to be fair, yeah. I quite like seeing the Jags. I don't like seeing the Jags, but it's nice seeing the Jags competitive. I don't want to see them. Oh, who are they playing oh, in when we go to London in a few weeks? Oh. Oh, Broncos. The Broncos. Are you telling me right now, as it stands, that that's not going to be a probable Jacksonville win? I think it's a Jacksonville win. Well, that has the opportunity to be a right suck bowl. Right? <laughs> yeah. Based on the way that the Broncos are playing right now, yeah. Right, well, let's get that. to that. So, the Texans played the Broncos in a game neither deserved to win. Denver eventually <laughs> going up 16-19 for the victory. Here's our new segment for the week. Hack it or sack it? Sack it. Boil that bollock. It's not a teabagging reference. When in, the, in the fourth quarter, the, the crowd are counting down the play Oh, clock that was because amazing. Because no one else can, apparently. Kept, yeah, kept getting delay of game better. Yeah. So the crowd were counting down 13, from 10. 13 um, uh, flags were thrown for 100 yards they lost yeah. on offense. They are fucking... They, they had to gone. use one timeout because they're about to receive a punt without a guy at the back to receive it. Like, yeah. This game shouldn't. I mate, my Irish friend Steve, who's a Broncos fan, he said, "Oh, who, who the Broncos got this one? I was like, "You got the Texans." You know, what? what? I was like, "That'll be a, that'll be a walkover. You'll be fine." It's oh, good. And um, yeah, it wasn't. It's a tight game, and when you're in a tight game, you can't afford to use timeouts because you can't get a fucking receiver back on the field to return a punt. 
it's uh, it, it, the whole offense has been a mess under uh, under Hackett so far, and th- this kind of comes down to um, Russell Wilson is used to playing a certain way. Now it wasn't always in sync with what Pete Carroll wanted, but he had also an element of freedom. I think Nathaniel Hackett wants to call plays a different way because yeah. Aaron Rodgers is nothing like Russell yeah. Wilson. Well, and I just don't think he knows how to use him. I also think, I mean, I can't stand Russell Wilson. He's one of the most hated people in, in, in the game, if you ask me. Even more so this season like yeah, that. Yeah, it seems to be getting worse. So I thought he'd get better if you, when he left the Seahawks. Also, those like post-game that. interviews as well yeah. are horrendous. That's right. Fuck off. I know it's like he uh, was advertising a product. One yeah. Day. Like he's plugged into his hip or something. It's really strange. The radio. Anyway, <laughs> I don't like the guy, but if you've got if you've got a quarterback that experienced, and you are apparently a shit at play calling <laughs> in, in terms of being a head coach, just turn it over to Russell Wilson and see what he can do because it can't be any worse. Like that's in, it's embarrassing of the Broncos, and quite rightly they were Russell Wilson fourteen of thirty one. Yeah. Below he 50% was like, completion. He was, he was about 6 of 15 at one yeah. point for like 30-odd yards. And, and and also, Russell Wilson, fairly elusive as a player, was sacked th- three times. That's like nothing is working right for the Broncos. They've got so much making him and, up to Him do. and Hackett need to sit down and Hackett has to go, how do you want to play this game? Because you, you're, you're better than me. I think he does. Um, we, we must say the Denver rushing game was better this week. Uh, Williams and Gordon had 25 carries combined for 130-ish yards. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to do maths on the fly. Does no, not, not work. this time of night, mate. Uh, but, and, and, and to be fair, like, Courton Sutton, 122 yards. But there's nothing else. Jerry Judy went off in the, I think, the first quarter. Yeah, he had one reception yeah. for 11 yards. That doesn't help. Who is uh, Eric Solbert? Don't know, but he's the answer. <laughs> when you need a touchdown. Yeah, who do you throw to, Eric? Who are you going to call Eric Solbert? I mean, I've never heard of the guy. It's another Even one Kendall I've not heard. Hinton had a, had a reception. I, it, if his like nickname isn't Stone Cold, <laughs> Stone Cold so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it just looked so disjointed. Uh, uh, the, the the Texans are just talent poor, which is why they didn't win this game. They just don't have a lot going. <laughs> That's for them. a very polite way of saying they suck, isn't they it? Do. They, they do suck. I mean, basically, if Brandon Cooks doesn't get 100 yards, they don't have a chance, and he only got 54 yards. So they didn't stand a chance. Um, I, I, I struggle to see where either of these teams is going this season. Well, I struggle to see where the Texans are going. The, the Broncos... But the Texans will be happy to finish with the top four or five pick. Yeah, absolutely. The Broncos <laughs> will not. Uh, no. The Seahawks are really, really pissed off if the Broncos finish that badly. Um, Sean McClellan makes me happy um, <laughs> you, you kind of expect the Broncos to get better like because they yeah. have to right like, I mean as well like it, the ill discipline and the you know the the poor management it probably will be the it probably will be what means that whatever happens at the end of the season Hacker has to go because you can't you can't give exactly. you can't give a bloke Russell Wilson and then be like, okay, I don't know how to. I, I don't know how to do this again. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. It's, it's, we have it's called early firings in the past. Nick Sirianni was our biggest fail recently. Yeah, what's he doing this season? Yeah, yeah I, I get it, but but yeah, Urban Meyer. Was the we did. Like, I, we um, <laughs> me and Mike we did bring up Urban Meyer this this weekend as we were pretty 
fucking white. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's John and I's biggest win. We were we were hammering the lot of you on that you, one. You two with Urban Meyer and Gary with the Rams. It's like that's that's basically last season in a yeah. nutshell. Yeah, we, we, we got that right. Not much else. Okay, well we will be revisiting Hack It or Sack It every other week to see what we think. Well, currently it's Sack It. Absolutely right. The late game Sunday saw age old rivals Packers and the Bears clash in Green Bay. And despite Chicago winning last week, this one was never in doubt, was it? I mean, the Bears just don't beat Green Bay anymore. 27-10 win for the Packers. Justin Fields threw 11 passes in this game. 11. Yeah, oh, great. attempted it 11 times. Yeah, yeah, great. Pathetic. It's absolutely ridiculous. He he scored a touchdown with his legs and then did nothing. So, like the Broncos winning the last game, both, both them and the Packers just did what they needed to do, which was just win the game. Wasn't impressive, just did what you needed to do. The, the Packers just controlled the game. The running game was amazing. The running game was brilliant. 38 times they ran the ball. But well, Of course they did. When you take away Roquan Smith, what's there? Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't understand a team which is chasing the game through much of the game. Only for only to, uh, ha- David Justin Montgomery Fils- played well. Got 122 rushing yeah, yards. Abs- absolutely, but but yeah, they needed to throw the ball. Yes, Darnell <laughs> Mooney across two weeks. Know, what, three receptions. Yeah, like has minus four yards. Fucking yeah. hell, I believe. Like we were all so everyone, <laughs> everyone, everyone was saying, Dar- oh, Darnell Mooney's going to be a great fantasy pickup. He's all they got to throw through there. Minus four yards. I believe it's minus four yards. Got to throw the ball to get receptions, don't you? Well, and this is the problem. Like last week, Jim was saying to me, "Well, you can't learn much from last week because you of can't. the rain." No, no, fair enough. You can this learn a lot week, from this week. This week, because this I would week, rather see Justin Fields given twenty-five throws yeah. and getting picked off a couple of times against a good Green Bay defense. This week is more than, about than just bottling him up. This week's more about Matt Eberflus than it is about Justin Fields. And this is because you've got a really yeah. creative, dynamic, offensive player with a defensive head coach who doesn't know how to use him, which is what I said would happen. Because I think Justin Fields is. Kyler Murray-esque in terms of athleticism and probably a better player to coach, but he needs to be coached. He's not ready. Of course he needs to be coached. And I don't think they're coaching him properly. He also needs to be media coached because he basically came out and ripped on the fans. Did he? Yeah. Well, that probably wasn't clever. Uh, that's not idea. Do you remember Sammy Watkins? Anyone? 93 yards in this game. I think he was the lead receiver for Green Bay. He was, yeah. <laughs> but he's, he should be. He's got... He... Well, it's him or Randall Cobb. Did Alan Lazar play? I think he did come Alan back. Alan Lazar had two receptions for 13 yards. Did Christian Watson get any targets? Uh, he did. He had three targets, three catches for nine yards. Oh, that's going badly. It's didn't still early. The Packers did have a, a goal line stand you know to what? stop the Bears scoring as well at one point. But back, back, I mean, back to the part, you look at the distribution of, of the passing and it's pretty even across all, all of them. Like, yeah, Tony Watkins had the most targets at four. Then you've got a whole range of players who had three. So if Ross is... <laughs> you know, like those, they have those things on their wrists with the blade. Yeah. Did he just have a tally chart? <laughs> you kind of do think that. Sammy gets an extra one for seniority. But that makes it a little bit difficult to defend against when you've also got two running backs who are just, like, absolutely ripping it apart. It's the, uh, do you know who the offensive coordinator is at the Bears? It's uh, Luke Getze, who was the... Mm. Uh, quarterback coach. Yeah, on at, uh, at Green Bay. Yeah. So... The, uh, the what the what they've lost, Green Bay have lost, 
has actually gone and just made and other teams bad. And this is the thing, we've just slagged off Nathaniel Hackett, who was the offensive coordinator, and Luke Getzey was the quarterback coach. Yeah. And it's two guys who were basically responsible for looking after one of the best quarterbacks we've ever seen. Yeah, not They've like, done nothing. Not for like, a guy who doesn't listen to yeah. his coordinator. Yeah. It's not like they developed him. I believe like, I described it in my written piece for the website the other week as uh, taking <laughs> Stevie Wonder's music teacher and assuming he can teach you how to play as well as Stevie Wonder. It's not the same. Like, this guy's just really talented, and you've got people who aren't as good. Uh, okay. Sadly, and and finally game this week. It's last for two reasons. Firstly, it was shit. And secondly... I, I enjoyed it for It most may of have it. shaped the future of this season's NFC. And it therefore deserves discussion. San Francisco 27, Seattle 7. The score, not really the real news. I don't think anyone really thought that after their week one victory, they were necessarily going to steamroll it over the 49ers. But Trey Lance is done for the year with a broken ankle. And the best backup in football came in, led the team to a win, and will now probably take them all the way to the NFC title game, like he does. Cool. Over to you, Jim. I've got no complaints about that. The only complaint I, I, I have is the amount of power running that, that Trey Lance has done. He's not at that age. He shouldn't be running into the middle of bloody... And we said it, it last he week. He shouldn't be playing like a fullback. Well, yeah, but there are other quarterbacks who play like a fullback and have done very well. Jalen Hurts, for, for example, with some of the runs he had last night. So it can be done, but we did say last week, guy needs to slide. Now, this was that when he got injured, that wasn't about sliding. That was just a freak accident, which could have happened in the pocket. Like the way they crumpled down on his ankle, it was just unfortunate. But he'll get used to sliding now because it's the only way he can go down the stairs. Absolutely. <laughs> but, but this is but this is this is why they made the move to keep Jimmy Garoppolo because a there's always a risk of injury and b Garoppolo knows the system. They could get him on a cheaper deal. Was it also because the Rams knew that if he became available, they were going to have him to back up Stafford? Possibly. Which the Niners didn't want. Which the Niners don't want. They didn't want him to go to Seattle either. No. Rumoured who would be interested in. John Lynch is smart. Yeah. Really, really smart GM that makes very little mistakes. And this just shows why having a long tenured, clever GM makes a difference. And I, I agree with you. It probably gives the 49ers a better chance to win this season. That was always, always but the thing the is, it always it also gives them a better win to, chance to win next season. Sorry, because I think through the first game and a quarter, Trey Lance has proven to be exactly what I thought, which is really undercooked. You were saying well, he should be played to get more experience. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't. I, I, this was always going to happen but, but because he's not ready. But you said it with Justin Fields last week. You can't read anything into what happened on the field. Well, you've last still got to win in bad weather games. You go. <laughs> You don't just get to win when the weather's good. I mean, you're gonna if you get to the championship games, you're gonna be playing probably in Green Bay in February. Again, Absolutely, you know. but if you're if you're an experienced quarterback doing that, that's one thing. If you're effectively a rookie doing that, that's something else. I agree. It's just different ways of looking at the same problem. Like I looked at last week and thought, oh, if Jimmy G had played, you'd have crucified him. So, I disagree with that. I think we probably would have won. I agree with you there. Crucified. But Trey Lance hasn't looked ready. Didn't really look ready in the preseason, and it's because they built their future around him. They've stuck with it and gone with it. And the worst decision they made is naming him the starting quarterback. I don't think this that was season. the worst decision. I, I, I stand by that. And even now, even with everything that's happened, your whole premise is the fact he's not experienced enough. The only way to get experience is to give him experience. It was to stay in college. I'd like to put him on loan. They should have a loan system in the NFL. Yeah, well, they do that. need a develop, yeah, developmental so league. They absolutely do need that. It was just like, the Texans are terrible. Go on loan to the Texans for <laughs> six games. <laughs> yeah. um, 
Quickly then, the Seahawks, they scored their only points on a blocked field goal return yeah. for a touchdown. Gino came back down to earth. They, they yeah, were dreadful. They shot, suck. shot of horror. The 49ers defense is good and the Seattle offense isn't. Offense? Offense, yeah. Already offense. Kind of, to be fair, you, I was actually burping as I was saying. Oh, how disgusting. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, look, the, the second half was, was dreadful. The Niners were 20 to nil up at half time and the final score was 27-7. Um, the, the, the biggest problem for the Seahawks is they don't have a defense either. Like they've got nothing. I when your entire defense is based around one man who's now fucked. There's, there's, there's so many other problems with the, the Seahawks. There's, there's Geno well, Smith. There's the rushing game. There's the the fact that they gave DJ Dallas the ball to throw and he got picked off. That was so the, shit. The such a shit throw as well. Like I'm all for trick plays. They're very insane. Oh, that was that a terrible. I thought John would have done a better idea. He would also have been quicker to the yeah. sideline to, to yeah, try and yeah. block the bloke off. Which he didn't do. Like, yeah. DJ, who the fuck even remembered DJ Dallas was there? Wasn't he a fighter in, like, Street Fighter or something, DJ? I think he was. Sounds like he should have been. Uh, Nick Bosa got another two sacks. So that's free for the season. He'll make that Pro Bowl this 20. year. He made the Pro Bowl last year. Yeah, Max oh, Crosby. Yeah. It's just he wasn't all pro. Yeah, because Max Crosby <laughs> fell off so many tackles. That is, well, that <laughs> is true. Okay, that is the roundup of all the games. Uh, some highs and lows for just about everybody in there. Um... Want your nominations for Sweetest Player of the Week brought to us by Toot Sweet? I'm going to put forward Kyler's two-point conversion. Yeah, that was pretty decent. The second one? Or the first one? The one where he ran, ran for 22 80, seconds. The 85-yard, 22-second. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anyone want to submit anything else? I am going to go for DeAndre Swift's touchdown where he fell over, got back up, and then ran in a touchdown. Also very good. Um, I really liked Gazicki's touchdown pass, touchdown catch, because... Uh, the air he got and to get his feet down, and that was when the Dolphins started moving. Seeing as we are an even number this week, I will forego and I will simply make a selection from the three in front of me. I cannot ignore the Kyler Murray two-point conversion yeah. play it as the fair. sweetest play of the week. Thank you, Paul. Um, John was talking to me uh, the other day about whether or not we should have, I can't remember what you called it, the Waste Management Do Your Job Moment of the Week <laughs> Award. <laughs> yeah. There have been some pretty bad plays this week is what we were getting at. Um, so, would anyone like to nominate any particularly bad play of the DJ week? Dallas. DJ, DJ Dallas. DJ Dallas is fucking <laughs> yeah. worst play. Okay, yeah, right. Okay, we're all on board with that one. That's the one I was also going to nominate. So, DJ Dallas, thanks very much for showing up this one week. And Paul, a Cleveland frown, if you would, better than last week's pun, which is terrible. Okay, so, thumbed in pun of the week. <laughs> there's one person we didn't mention. At all. There's probably a lot of people we didn't mention, to be fair. I mean, there's um, 32 times 53. Colonel Banana. Yeah. Oh, even people who don't play. Let's talk about Colonel Gaddafi for 30 minutes. Um, no. <laughs> Save it for the Dictators podcast. But one person who we haven't mentioned, who I actually think has been really quite good in terms of the Chiefs this season, is their running back. So I would like to talk about the Fresh Prince of Hell Air. <laughs> I know you came up with it late. But... <laughs> oh, no, I like it. What was the other one I saw you point out earlier? It was a Jerry Judy related pun that he wanted to use. It was terrible. It, Call of Judy, <laughs> I believe. <laughs> was what it, was. it was so bad. <laughs> okay, so tell me more about the Fresh Prince of Hilaire because uh, I'm delighted by that. I believe he did get a name check earlier, to be fair, but not under his new moniker. Um, I just think he's someone who the Chiefs are just, everything is going well for mm. them. There's no one area of their play which is 
really going badly. And I think that's someone who needed to step up. And to be fair, after two games, he has. Yeah, they need the consistency out of the running game if they're going to match uh, the Bills all the way this year, I think. Uh, you know, they, they did very well and they beat them in overtime last year. But if you were seeing that game again, it would be a coin flip. Having Clyde Edwards, the fresh Prince of Hell Air, on side would certainly help that. Um, any other news? I have some. Go on. Uh, Jamie Collins is returning to the Patriots for a third stint, apparently. He is he is there today. Really? Uh, well, anything to strengthen. Basically, not having Hightower in the defence has made us a poorer defence, and I think they feel Jamie Collins can Jamie feel that. Jamie Collins game. make it a better defence? Uh, he always does when he plays for us. Like, you can't deny that. He's been pap everywhere else. All right. But that's the only news I've got for you. I was just trying to bring you something uh, fresh. Modern era nominees for the Hall of Class fame for 2023. Hall been, of Class fame. Hall of Class fame. Hall of Fame class uh, have been announced. Um, some notable names, quarterbacks. Uh, Randall Cunningham's there. Donovan McNabb's there. Steve McNair's there again. Uh, defensive backs. First time that Darrell Rivas uh, could be nominated and he's there. So, I mean, there are some... Me and Paul were looking at this earlier. There is this Joe Thomas's year as well. Yeah, yeah it is Joe Thomas's year as well. Um, Rodney Harrison, Santa Samuel, how Bogondo, many of those Barber, Cam Chancellor, Bob Sanders. How many of those quarterbacks you've just named would actually get into the Hall of Fame? I don't think any of them. No, Steve McNair, really? Yeah, probably. He's the best one out of the names you mentioned. I don't, I think, I don't think there was any 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 quarterback that would get in. I'm not sure any of them are wide, wide receivers. Then I'll give you this: Anquan Bolden, Tory Holt. Andre Johnson, uh, Roddy White, we mentioned earlier, uh, Steve Smith Sr., Heinz Ward, Reggie Wayne, Wes Welker. Oof, there's some. I mean, there yeah. are some great ones there, even like Musin Mohammed. Yeah. Donald Driver was fantastic yeah. in Green Bay. David Hester, Moore's returner, but yeah, absolutely from, from a special teams point of view, could, could be there. Uh, defensive lineman, Justin Tuck, Vince Wilfork, uh, Justin Smith. Uh, Casey Hampton, Jared Allen, wow. Dwight Freeney, the yeah. master oh, of the spin yeah. move. Absolutely. Uh, sure, we stick with defense, linebackers. I mean, also, could you see how good the Colts used to be? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, linebackers: Demarcus Ware, um, William McGinnis, Takia Spikes, wow. Patrick Willis, Navarro Bow- Bowman. It's the first time he he's been nominated. Brewski. Yeah, Teddy Brewski. There's still like there. six pe- six linebackers there that could actually get Absolutely. in. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> offensive lineman, you mentioned Joe Thomas, Chris Snee for the Giants, Jeff Saturday. Wow, uh, yeah. Uh, DeBrickshaw Ferguson. Just, just called DeBrickshaw <laughs> Ferguson, amazing. Uh, and then running backs, uh, Tiki Barber. Um, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's MVPs here. Yeah, Brian Westbrook. Sean Alexander. Chris Johnson, Eddie George, Priest Holmes, Stephen Jackson. Like, there are so many, uh, I said it earlier, this, it's like, when you're playing Madden and the user, you, you kind of load up a user draft of, of old players, that's what this Hall of Fame class is, is for me. <laughs> Navarro, I just want them all. Did we mention Navarro yeah, Bowman? Navarro Sorry. Bowman, first, time, first year of eligibility, and he's there. So yeah, should be, should be a good class. Yeah, there's uh, certainly some big names on there. I don't, I don't envy the I people after now. I don't know how you pick some of those. Like, how do you pick six, five or six out of all that lot? I really don't know, especially when two of them, Daryl Reavers and Joe Thomas, are guaranteed. Yeah. Yes. So it's then a, you're down to four. four. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a lot of linebackers who should be getting in that are not getting in first time. Yeah. It's time for Teddy Brisky to get in there and William McGinnis, actually. I've seen a lot of social media clamour for Rodney Harrison. Yeah. yeah. But how do you leave out Vince Wilfork? James Harrison's there as well. He was brilliant. James, yeah, James Harrison. See, you'd think he's yeah. got to be first ballot. 
you would think. That's got to be yeah, pretty I tight. His, I think that's his first year. Um, I mean, like Jared Allen, we didn't mention. Jared I mean, Allen he got a name check again. Yeah, You're just not listening yeah, to the podcast. You were, looking, right. at, you were looking at a list. I was yeah. too busy looking at your filth on the laptop there. John Abraham as well. Andre Johnson from the Texans. <laughs> oh my God, it's like he really wasn't listening to anything that's been said at all. Just tuned out entirely. Yes, yes, he is there. Anyone else? Name some other players you don't think were mentioned. Navarro Bowman. <laughs> <laughs> I like Justin Tuck. Yep, he yeah, also yeah, got yeah, a name. Yeah, excellent stuff, well. yeah. Good. He's got two Super Bowl rings. He does. He, does, yeah. he constantly tells the Eagles fans he's got one more than them. <laughs> which I love. Uh, any other news, gentlemen? Jalen Smith's back. Oh, really? He's just signed for the Giants. Oh. In time to, He's on the practice squad in time to play. The Cowboys yeah. at the weekend. Yeah. Oh, wow. And uh, it, d- it looks like week three's got some uh, fun games because... Take me through a couple of the games you think are worthwhile mentioning, John. Well, the Steelers at the Browns on Thursday night, which is always fun. It's going to be fun, but that might be a Oh, it's going to be turgid. Um, talking turgid. <laughs> Tex- <laughs> Texans Bears. Oh. <laughs> I, could, I mean... Uh, this week's toilet bowl. Bill, Bill's Dolphins looks a lot of fun. Um, Bill's Dolphins is probably big enough for me to consider watching the game rather than Red Zone. Yeah. 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 Um, Packers Bucks uh, Sunday night. Yeah. Um, of course, yeah, Cowboys Giants. If you just come off a shutout against Jacksonville, the team you don't want to be um, inviting to Indianapolis is the Chiefs. Oh my God, they're going to be Owen. Uh, oh, sorry. Well, oh. One and oh, two, two and oh, one. Oh, two and one, yeah. Christ. But yeah, uh, and yeah. Vikings Lions could be interesting. Vikings Lions could be fun. Uh, and yeah, Ravens Pats. Um, and something guys. important as well Bengals going to the Jets. Bengals after their first, still after their first win. Jets. Oh, hi. And Flacco is starting. They've named Flacco already as the starter. For yeah, three. they're saying it's going to be at least week four before Wilson's yeah. back. And. and 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 they will bring him straight back in, but I'm not sure they should. If that, especially if he wins this week, if they're yeah. two and one, why do you bring the kid back? <laughs> Give him plenty of time to recover. Give him time. Uh, nothing. A uh, 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 a worrying opposition uh, for Justin Herbert. You've got the Jags, who uh, if you if you're going into a game with rib injuries, rib injuries, you don't want to be going up against Josh that is Allen. That's the sort of Walker. game you'd expect the Chargers to lose. Yes, it is. Yeah. That's, it's at, it's at home, but that doesn't mean anything to the Chargers. Oh, 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 it sounds like we've got some big games coming up this week. That sounds excellent. Uh, multiple screen viewing, I think. But yeah, can we also mention another toilet bowl? <laughs> it's Falcons Seahawks. Ooh, Falcons are going to win that so easily. You, on a, a, at nine, half nine on a Sunday night, you can go. Should I watch the Rams Cardinals or the Packers Bear Packers Buccaneers? Buccaneers? No, I'll watch the Falcons Seahawks. <laughs> for, for me, I would rather watch very bad football. Than average football. Yes, agreed. Laughably bad oh, football so is better than value, average yeah. football. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you are a Giants fan, so. And I've watched a lot of bad football. Yeah, I, I think that's a fair point. Yeah, but I think there's a lot of good football you'd be missing to watch some See, if you were watching Broncos Patriots right now, that sounds terrible. But I don't know, Texans against whoever you said they're playing, Bears. Bears. That's going to be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I'm watching the XFL. <laughs> oh, that's but, yeah. Only one Monday night game this week. As there should be. Two uh, Monday night games, too many. How uh, ridiculous. Yeah, I think it's going to be more next year. Oh, for Christ. I think there might be, um, I think, 
four to seven weeks where there's multiple Monday night games because like no. like they've given um, it's all about they've taking the games movie, taking money to, money yeah. to given money uh, from Disney. It, it, it's just daft because it's taken away the opportunity for Octobox on a on a Sunday. It is, yeah. And I yeah. don't like they tried to sneak in Octobox by saying here's yeah. seven games and, and Hanson. <laughs> And it's like, boo. No, that's, that's I mean, cheap. He's a handsome guy. So. I don't care. It was cheap. It was a sneak attack. I didn't like it. Right. Thank you very much for listening. We will be back next week with or without Gary. Uh, who knows? Depending on a relationship status. <laughs> Whether or not he remembered their anniversary. Let's, yeah. hope, let's hope that is what he's remembered. Okay. Good night, all.